Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to Pancakes on Sunday. What up? What up, fams? We're here giving you the latest sports news for the week. And yeah, but. On Wednesday. On Wednesday. Yeah, we're on Wednesday. And the smoke alarm's not going off this time. <laughs> so, yeah, this is our second time doing the intro because the smoke detector decided to go off. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. We're what not on do? fire and we're here. What are you going to do? We didn't burn the pancakes. <laughs> so, uh, how's everyone doing? Uh, How's everyone okay. weekend? Anyone everyone doing anything? I went to retail us the holidays. So. so I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but I've been watching Saving Private Ryan the last couple nights, a little here and there. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. Is it getting you in your feels, Ryan? Yeah. Oh. Like I had to turn it off at one point, dude. Oh Like man. remember the part in the movie, <laughs> dude. The part in the movie, it's after Vin Diesel gets killed and they're inside the church and it's nighttime. They're all trying to sleep and they're all reminiscent about their moms. I'm like. Woo! Woo! I'm going to show this one off real quick. <laughs> Ryan turned the movie into a TV series. <laughs> yeah, dude. So that shit always made me cry. This is newer for me. This is definitely newer. You should go He's like, I have feelings now. Make sure you're... Yeah, do like, the nipples hurt? No. <laughs> or like, the movie, uh, Only the Brave. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That one got me you bad. You a tearjerker? No, I don't. Dreams May Come with Robin Williams. Maybe I can do that. I hey, don't man, know. That's not the, there's nothing wrong with you crying. I know, but this movie. is new. This is new. I'm You're like... Not really sure how to process the feelings. Yeah. Maybe it's all of the emotions that you just never processed. And now I'm processing Surfacing. Uh, when I was younger, I was like, eh, I'm Yeah, fuck cry. it. Right. I got this. I'm man. Right, now I'm older. And now you're I'm getting like, older, you're getting in touch with yourself. And now you know what it understands. Like, you know... Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. It's a rough <laughs> one out there, guys. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did we do? We had mom, your mom's birthday on Monday or Sunday. Yeah, that was cool. I cooked out. Uh, I made some burgers. Saturday. Yep. Made some corn. The corn kind of sucked up. Some corn. Yeah. Well, it was frozen. There's not really hey. fresh corn. Sweetberry Market, right down the street from my work, had fresh corn. Hey, corn. Karen. Karen. Um, it's corn. It's corn. It was corn. <laughs> Saturday we did. Um, church was good this Sunday. That mm-hmm. was good. That was it good was. Mm-hmm. It was good. Good yeah. service. Uh, Saturday, we went to my parents and just hung out. I cut yeah. my brother's hair. Made some good soup. Oh, yeah. My mom replicated the soup, the chicken gnocchi soup from Olive Garden. Oh, pretty fire. Yeah. It was good. Uh, that was, that was pretty good. That's pretty good it soup, is. dude. It was like, good. We but, ate that. <laughs> you and I had some weird fucking dreams that night, though. Yeah, it's all the time. It's, yeah, my mom put time in the soup, and it kills the, the gaminess of chicken, you know? Okay. Um, but she she thinks she put too much in. and I don't think so. Yeah, I thought you guys are tripping out hard when dude, you're sleeping, Dude, yeah. We were fucking having <laughs> weird-ass weird dreams. dreams. They were like murder mystery dreams. Yeah, both of them. Ooh. Yeah. And right. also, my hormones are all over the place, so. I get that. Mine, too. I'm crying. <laughs> That's what it is. We're a thruple. You yeah. got the sympathy. Now I'm getting all fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> sympathy hormones, dude. Yeah, now, dude. Now, now, now I I'm just sitting at home crying in my room like, oh, my God. <laughs> sympathy hormones, man. Joe, you're next. No, it's you, okay. <laughs> Joe, it's not that bad. Mm. I golfed Saturday. I toughed. I just How buckled up. I mean... I got a hell of a deal. We got Madison Country Club 
uh, 18 holes in a card for 20 bucks. And there is nobody out there. Solid. Uh, I mean, we both kind of played not good. We did it. None of us made a par. It was just Kyle and I. Neither of us made a par, but I did tie Kyle on the back nine. Which, nice. to me, that's a fucking accomplishment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the one that we played the last day of your bachelor party, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. There was nobody out there. It was just... It was it was beautiful. Nice. I mean, it was a little... Don't get me wrong. It was cold. Yeah. But it wasn't... like It yeah, wasn't it was wind. Saturday, it wasn't, right? wasn't windy. It wasn't uh, rainy or anything like that. But it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a hand warmer just in, ca- just in case. But no, oh, yeah. I didn't use it. Speaking cool. of, I'm pretty sure I'm last out of us four. So that means I got to walk. Actually, I don't, I don't know how that's going to go. Because Kyle never sent picks in last week. So I don't know what we're going to do. Oh, get. I thought we did that for fantasy. No, fantasy is it was twenty bucks a person. Yeah, twenty bucks. Oh, yeah, the pickums. Yeah, the pickums. Yeah. God damn it, Kyle. Fell out. He didn't send his. Well, then it disqualifies him. He's got to fucking walk. Damn, Kyle, you're walking, bro. <laughs> yeah, last place, homie. I mean, straight no kite. <laughs> I still want to go because I once again had a spectacular week on some upsets. Not don't talk about it. I was probably okay. You were okay. Yeah, I probably did okay. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Shall we do it? Kick us off. All right. We got some Cavs news. Pitch us off. I got you. I got you. Don't worry. Shoot us off. Free throw us off. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Let me do this. I got it. Keep him going, Joe. Boom. So, Cavs beat the Oklahoma City Thunder 102 to 110. Both rebounds, 21 points. Jared Allen was 37 minutes, 11 rebounds, 21 points. Karis LeVert was 38 minutes, 4 assists, 22 points. And Darius Garland was 34 minutes, 8 assists, and 13 points. Donovan Mitchell was out that game due to injuries. So, yeah, they did all right. And they played at home that game. The next game, I watched this game. The Cavs lost to the San Antonio Spurs 111. They're not, they're not as good as they once were. I mean, they still have Popovich still coaching them and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, he's no, he's just as he's the Bill Belichick of uh, the NBA. But, I mean, what are you going to do? So, uh, they lost 111 to 112. Uh, Evan Mobley was 38 minutes for 13 rebounds, 17 points. Darius Garland was 39 minutes, 9 assists, and 18 points. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was 37 minutes for 28 points, and Jared Allen was 39 minutes, 7 rebounds, and 16 points. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the last 10 road games, the Cavs are 1-9. and nine. Yes. So we have a hard time on the city? I don't know. But I was watching the game, and there was, like, simple layup shots that Jared or Allen should have had, and he's missing them. And Donovan Mitchell, he's going to go dunk, completely misses the, the, the basket. And it's, like, simple shit. I don't know if they're, like fundamentally just, like, being lackadaisical when they're on the road or whatever, and they're just like, whatever. Is there only win on the road that won in nine? Is that against the Lakers? That may be, yeah. yeah. That may have been that one, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, not good. I don't Yeah, I don't know if they're losing confidence when they go on the road. Or if and all like, ESPN wants to talk about is Lakers versus Celtics. Right, nobody, who cares? Who cares? I mean, the Celtics are dope. They're the first in the East. The Lakers are just trash this maybe year. Maybe what's so. happening to them is like Space Jam. But maybe. Celtics actually <laughs> maybe. won it overtime. They did. They did. That was pretty clutch. Uh, got some Guardians news. So the Guardians Christmas this year. This year. Number one was a power hitter. We got that with Josh Bell. Number two was getting a new catcher. We got that on Monday. And then also get another starting pitcher. But we'll go back to the catcher. Uh, they signed Mike. I think his name is Zuno. He was a free agent from the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, offensively, he's not the greatest, but his defense is pretty solid. So that's basically the whole reason why we got him. Um, 
I mean, the last two we had last year, Austin Hedges. Also offensively wasn't good, and we won the Central with with him. So it's we'll see right. what we do. Do we still got him? Is he like a, a I don't think I, I think he was gone after this year. But uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. Sweet, yeah. bro. Yeah, dude. Uh, Boom. Cool. Argentina beat Croatia. I saw that. Yeah. So what, it's down to France and Argentina? Uh, no, because France still has to face... France won Croatia. Today. Oh, France won today. That's right. France did win today. So, so yeah, France first, Argentina. Argentina for Ooh. the World and, Cup. Oh, this is the final game? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my so God. So it's going to be... That's crazy because that's going to be Lionel Messi versus right. uh, pa, 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 Podge. Pa, I can't say I don't know soccer. No idea. There's only one true football, and that's a murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. But. <laughs> In America, it is. And this is America. Not true anymore. <laughs> I still think NFL is bigger than soccer in america oh well, yeah no, yeah NFL oh yeah is yeah bigger but soccer's <coughs> basically right behind it soccer's almost beating baseball <laughs> i guarantee you, it would probably be it probably baseball. will and just like anything america soccer's growing in america everything backwards compared to other countries that's true Mer- fuck yeah so, oh hell yeah the metric system we drive on the other side of the road yep. it just doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any we're sense. ass backwards we are ass backwards <laughs> well with the true football here in america baker has become a hero in la and has been named quarterback one Besides a 23-yard touchdown pass with 10 seconds left to win the game, Baker has been headbutting people without a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing it at the end of that game. He was. Yeah. Like, it's a it nutcase. <laughs> he's going to get CTE next year. Uh, right. From headbutting without a damn helmet. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. He's a mess. Yeah. Broncos fans had a little glimmer of hope on Sunday when Russell Wilson had his best game of the season against Kansas City, of all people. Interesting. Teams. Wilson Very went 23 for 36 for 247 yards and three touchdowns with one interception. Dude. Wilson came up short when he exited a game for a concussion early in the fourth. Wilson remains in concussion protocol as of Wednesday, and backup Brett Ripien will make his second start of the season. Well, Dude. poor, poor Broncos. They put a hell of a fight right. against Kansas City. <laughs> oh, well. You said ride country. I mean Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> It was a mess in Pittsburgh when the bruised-up Ravens took on the Steelers. Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett left the game early for a concussion, sending Mitch Trubisky into play. The Ravens were already down a QB with Jackson out, and Tyler Huntley starting, but leaving for a concussion, forcing third-string Anthony Brown to play the second half. Mm. Never heard of him. Baltimore snuck out with a win, taking them to 9-4 on the season, tying with the Bengals in the AFC North. Who do you think wins the division realistically? The Ravens' remaining games are the Browns, Falcons, Steelers, Bengals. The Bengals' remaining games are the Bucks, Patriots, Bills, Ravens. I think the Bengals have Bengals a harder Bengals. schedule, but it's a toss-up with how beat up the Ravens are. Dude, yeah. it's a fucking no-brainer, dude. It's the Burrow. fucking Browns, bro. <laughs> I said... Browns don't even have a chance. Ryan, I put realistically in there... Just for you. Yeah. Because you would have yeah. taken that question. Yeah, but yeah. the Browns don't even have a chance to make playoffs. Ba- I mean, I <laughs> do you think the Bengals... I mean, who do you think... Okay, the Bengals have the Bucks, Patriots, Bills, and Ravens. 
Did they win all of them? I think the Bengals is one of your hardest games left. Yeah. Yes, we have yeah, Miami, sure. Chicago, Bengals, and Patriots again. Right. Yeah. Because two is on the decline. Burrow's on the up climb. I'm looking like a rock star. Realistically, but they have a beat up receiving tour because Higgins and Boyd Boy, both went yeah, out. They did. I know. I find out last week when I didn't fucking sit Higgins and mm. he was questionable all week, and then come to find out, I've been there. That's right. I played Boyd, <laughs> and he just went that. out regardless, like in the game. So I mean, well, Lamar Jackson, I played the week before, and he got me one point, and he was out. <laughs> well, you barely lost that game. Boy, you didn't have a chance to make playoffs even last week. So <laughs> I did. Hush your mouth. No, I still had a chance. <laughs> I had a chance. Zero, 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 0.001%. No, it was only two percent. <laughs> oh, okay. Hush your mouth, son. <laughs> I needed basically everyone to lose. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean the Ravens are. I mean I don't even know who's starting. If if Huntley's out in concussion protocol, I mean, is Lamar coming back? I don't know if Lamar's even coming back this he, this week. He's day by day. Yeah. So, so th- it's gonna be tough for the Ravens. Although the Ravens, That's do why have I don't a, think they get it this year. I think Bengals. No, it will most likely be the Bengals. The Falcons decided to bench Marcus Mariota in favor of their rookie Desmond Ritter. This will be Ritter's first career start. Mariota was later placed in IR due to a chronic knee injury and will undergo surgery. Head coach Arthur Smith states that the injury had no impact on the decision to switch up the starter. I don't think anyone's playing Mariota unless you're in a deep, deep league. Right. Uh, Texans running back Damian Pierce suffered a sprained ankle versus the Cowboys. It is a high ankle sprain with nothing broken. His status for this week is still questionable, but similar injuries this year have been a few weeks. Not that it matters for you. Mm-mm. Nope. Biggest choke in fantasy history. Mm. <laughs> One of the worst trades in fantasy history. You had so good <laughs> chances to make playoffs, and you terrible trades. Not that Deontay Foreman's really been doing much the last couple yeah. games. Last no. couple games he hasn't, but he definitely would have won you the games you lost. For sure. For sure, <laughs> but... That's what I said. You started out hot and then completely didn't know how to manage your team. No, I, I <laughs> didn't know. Just, you literally had the keys in your hand. You dropped Keaton Allen, which I have. Right. Who picked up later in the year after his injury. You traded the game four in a terrible trade. It's because you're too busy crying at movies. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. How much should I manage this now? Yeah, I don't know what you were thinking because you were right out there for a minute. Fuck it. Yeah, you were red hot there for a minute. I was. Second wins, tied for like second. And Once I started losing, I just stopped caring. I'm like, fuck it. I started losing and look where I am at. In first fucking well, place. He was talking about Joe. dumping his team. Yeah, he's yeah, talking about too. quitting hard. Well, for, for how deep I started losing, I was like, oh. I lost, no I was like really. 6-0 or 5-0 and, and I lost two straight. I was like, oh, fuck this week. shit. Oh, yeah, I got blown out of the water by fucking Chris. Yeah. <laughs> he his defense was even starting, and I got blown out of the fucking water. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, and Patriots running back Ramon Stevenson to the high ankle sprain list. Yeah. Stevenson was ruled out in the second half. It's the only reason Joe won last week. Yeah. <laughs> was because of that man. I was watching that matchup, and I was like, who's going to take it? And when I saw Ramon Stevenson only have one point and then went out, I was like, Joe's the luckiest man on earth. That <laughs> man fun. needed one touchdown. And what's crazy is that because David lost and Jordan won, Jordan had more points, he took second. second. 
David dropped with one loss, went from first to third. Third. So what are you for? And either yeah. one of us, whoever, like if I would have lost, I would have been third. Yeah, nice. So what? I play her this week instead of. Yeah, nice. we're neck and neck, dude. Yeah. It's gonna Oof. be nuts. Uh, the Patriots going into this game lost their other running back, Damian Harris, and wide receiver Jacoby Myers, and also lost wide receiver Devontae Parker in the game to a concussion. The Patriots are seven and six on the season and are in the hunt for the postseason, but it's not looking promising. So we obviously all knew this was going to happen. Not saying that injuries are important. I mean, we talk about it every week, all these injuries and stuff. But in that I, game, I feel with, because of what happened to Tua, we're seeing way more concussion protocol. Oh, you did like yeah, every yeah. week. There's like five or six. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, I mean, I, we like, just talked about. How many already, like in quarterbacks and stuff like that? But so the fact you, that Devontae Parker went down and they didn't, st- like you were saying, we wanted to yeah, talk about this. Right. Yeah. With referees misjudging or just not stopping play for safety reasons. Like when Devontae Parker went down and went to go line up, he was stumbling. Oh, Games, he was fucking stumbling. I mean, and I understand maybe if you can't there, see his man. face, but it took two players to put him into position. He had to get picked up off the And he the was wobbling ground. even on the line. You got sideline people trying to get the play call blown. Yeah. You, you got players on the field like, yo, 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 stop, yeah. stop. At, at that like, point, though, need that's to pay bad. more attention. That's but really at, bad. But at that point, if they're not stopping play, somebody has to call timeout. And I'm sure they would get the timeout back, knowing that it was an injury timeout and the refs weren't calling it. Yeah, that would or be the dude should just play that happens. He, they yeah, that just would left be an him. interesting thing that would happen because I wonder how that would play out. Right. Or they should have not picked him up left because they left him on the ground because then they have to stop play. Right. right. Because then that would make them recognize. But at the same time, you're trying to hurry up. You're trying not to get a false start. Everything else. This is the refs' jobs. You control the game. Right. So I mean, like, if the refs, if you got enough refs out there, I think people should start holding the refs more accountable. Due to the fact. That he got picked up, they could have saw it as like maybe they're just it's helping a him tough up. Two people. I, I'm not gonna lie. Right, I'm being right. hard. <laughs> I'm being hard on the refs. Like yeah. I'm not lying. It's not an easy job. No, There's a lot no. going on on the field. There's oh, a lot yeah. you got to do. But I mean, that's your job. That's what you signed up for. Right. And player safety, above all, should be most oh, yeah. important. Oh yeah. Especially so like you should that. be paying attention to stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, at least one of the refs looking at all the players like, there's "Oh, a ref, he does not look there's good." There's a ref like over here, right? Yeah, right beside him as he's wobbling and dazed. Like, come on, guys. What's going on here? That's fucked. Deal. Well, Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals is done for this year with yeah. a torn ACL. Oh, yeah, he's done. Murray suffered a non-contact injury while scrambling on a third play of the game. Huh. He tried to plant and cut up the field, instead falling to the ground in pain. Murray was carted off the field. Was it on turf? Actually, Ryan, Arizona has grass. grass. That's weird. Huh. <laughs> a familiar name in Cleveland, Colt McCoy, is at the helm for Arizona, but their postseason hopes are slim. Gross. With the loss of the Patriots taking them to just four and nine on the season. I can't believe Colt McCoy is still. I mean, Arizona on paper has, like, I mean, I know they lost Chandler Jones, but with on offense, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins and James Conner, and I mean, they have. I think they have a solid offense. Do you guys yeah. realize how these recent injuries? Screwed Dave. That's why Dave was hunting us all for trades. Dave has one, two, three, four players on IR. Damn. Yeah, wh- why do you keep them on IR? Like No, I'm- no, 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 no. Kyler Murray was recent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cooper Cup was definitely worth keeping because you didn't know when he yeah, was Yeah, but he, didn't, he wasn't even playing. He wasn't right. even playing. I would have uh, kept Kyler Cooper. Murray. I would have kept Cooper. Yeah. 
Kyler Murray, he did play sometimes over Geno, though. Yeah, so right. That hurts him. He had Boone for Denver. That's more recent. He also had Stevenson. Yeah. Who just literally, I mean, his entire bench is people that cannot play. That's a bad time, Dave. <laughs> and he's got three questionable in his current roster. Dave that's went a bad from time, best Dave. to worst. Damn. Because he yeah, just got, he got slapped in the face with injuries. Oh, well, sounds like someone's gonna knock out the like playoffs. Sounds like a you problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Couple of interesting signings. Would you week. get Dave not trading me, Kirk? And coming after Diggs like two weeks ago, bro. <laughs> Hashtag no cat. Oh my god! You guys are such tools. Yeah, you're doing great for the loser brackets, both of you two. Hey, yo. And right. Golder is on. It's okay for uh, Eagles. Hmm. We need someone to hold it up. <laughs> Couple of interesting signings this week. After just 11 months, wide receiver T.Y. Hilton is back in the NFL. The Cowboys signed Hilton to yep. a deal max value of 1.5 mil, guaranteed 600,000 with another 700,000 coming from playoff incentives. Another signing that caught me off guard this week was the Bills signed Cole Beasley to the practice squad and wow. will most likely be elevated. Beasley sought to trade after last year, and when no offers came, he was cut in the offseason. He played in Tampa for two games before subsequently deciding, well, he got cut, and then he decided just to retire. It looks like GM Brandon Bean is going to try to get the old game back together with Beasley in a couple weeks ago signing John Brown to the practice squad before elevating him to the active roster. I think the idea is to have as many weapons for Allen. Before Brown and Beasley... The Bills really only had Diggs, Davis, and McKenzie with wide receiver Isaiah Crowder still on mm-hmm. IR. Mm-hmm. And McKenzie dropped a couple well, crucial catches this you're year. And other teams like Dallas do it too. I think they're also mainly doing it because of injuries. Oh, Everybody's yeah. hurt. People are dropping, dude. Dude, there's so many injuries this year. Uh, the Dolphins lost to the Chargers in LA, their second straight loss. Um, and their sideline and on their sideline they had to use heaters in LA. Why? It was only 55 degrees inside the stadium. Oh, they were cold? Yeah. Oh. Would that make you cry, Ryan? No. (laughs) Not that much of a bitch. Well, this (laughs) this week the Dolphins play in Buffalo. Oh, they go definitely have heat on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. And as of Wednesday, the forecast for the game is a high of 31 degrees with a 90% chance of snow. They might eat some hand warmers. The Dolphins are notorious this season for roasting their opponents in their stadium with games like the Bills, the Browns, and the Vikings, all reaching temps over 100 degrees on the visitor sideline. Yeah, Miami's sideline was 30 degrees cooler. Welcome to Buffalo, Miami. I hope you like it chilly. Ooh. <laughs> about to get those torpedo heaters going, man. hasn't looked Got good him. in the last, like, three games. I mean, their record's still good because he was hot, but he mm-hmm. definitely looks to be on the decline, so... But Let's see what happens. I mean, maybe we just forget to fill the little propane heaters on their side. And I mean, a big debate, obviously, is because Tyreek's out. Uh, he's questionable. He he's still questionable, but he went out. But that Jeff game Wilson Jr.'s, I so believe, is with out. Tyreek not being fully healthy. A lot of people are saying that could be why he's not as hot either. Because mm. Tyreek makes sense. Tyreek and Tyreke. two are bro big parts of you know, right. that team succeeding for sure. Uh, yeah, I didn't I mean, say that weird. <laughs> I mean, technically, if if Miami can get away with throwing people or teams in like 100 degrees on the sideline, does Buffalo have to provide them with heaters? I do believe they do. I mean, why should we have to provide you with heaters? I, think I it's mean, just isn't the that the whole thing about 
um, home team advantage. Yeah, that's right. home team advantage. Like, yeah, if you play in Miami when you, you are roast. used to. I also in think there's Buffalo probably statistics out there that has to do based off like injuries and stuff too. I mean, there was uh, visitor players getting IVs on the sidelines to say hi. I mean, I'm Miami. not disagreeing that's here. I'm just saying they probably that's just rough. don't consider having no shade the same as having no heat because the Bills have heat on their side. Yeah, but I mean, home field advantage. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Right. We're prepared. I bundle don't up. think they treat the cold the same. Hey, bundle up, bro. Yeah, and time to layer up. Stay moving. Right. <laughs> There's different ways to stay warm. But yeah, they'll probably have eaters. <laughs> playoff spots can be clinched this week. Last week, the Eagles <laughs> clinched a playoff spot with a win over the Giants. In the AFC, Kansas City and Buffalo can clinch a playoff spot with a win this week. And there was a bunch of other things, like if they lost, like someone else had a, or they had a tie and some other people had a tie and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But with a win, they're in. In the NFC, Dallas can clinch a playoff spot with a win this week. And the Vikings can clinch the NFC North title if they win. And Detroit losing will help that even more. And the 49ers can clinch the NFC West with a win this week. And then that's all I got. Do you guys hear about the talk about Tom Brady? No. I mean, he's a free agent in 2023. What are they doing? He's a free agent. And they're Gross. saying it's a likelihood Gross. that he plays again for sure because this man isn't done. <sighs> and he'll probably see another Super Bowl ring because there's talk. <sighs> this man signs to the San Francisco 49ers. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and if that happens, I feel he's going to a Super Bowl. Just no, I think he's done. Already. I think God he's done. Damn. I mean, this this year in Tampa, I think out. proved it. He did. I mean, his he wife left. Him. He got smoked by the 49ers. Yeah. Like, I mean, now he's got that new model, babe. True. He's gonna play. True. He does have her. If now. I have to play bets on it, Tom Brady plays for another season. Sure, he might play. He's trying to talk too fast. Because honestly, you don't need Jimmy G. He doesn't make the 49ers. Mm. Jimmy G just fits the scheme. Tom yeah. Brady would be perfect at the 49ers. That'd be gross. Yeah, but no. I'm tired of seeing him. I'm tired He's of him. Yeah, but even then, next year Trey Lance comes back, and that's their one of their top draft picks last year, or this year, or something. There's just a lot of talk. They're about not. It. I don't. I don't think they're gonna. Uh, they're not gonna bench Trey Lance on all that money. I think they would pick Tom for, Brady to chase a ring if they don't get it this year. Not with Tom. Tom Brady sucks this year. The Bucks are terrible. Know, Actually, a lot of if you look at a lot of the stuff, it's some of it's Tom Brady, but most of it's not. It's the team itself. It's Mike Evans. It's it's other people. They yeah, he, they all just he, he doesn't know. know how to catch a ball. He does. He can only catch he it when it. the offensive holds. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. That's what I'm Fucking saying. Horrible. So it's a lot of things because Tom Brady's still been throwing well. Right. I don't know. I'm ready for him to retire. It's what forty five. I said, go after it, old man. Keep Don't it do up. Do something. Don't fucking enjoy yeah. retirement. Don't golfing. I, I bet you yeah. pays again. <coughs> That'd be so ridiculous. <coughs> but yeah, that's some rumors, some talk. But well, yeah, for the pickums this week, I got quarterbacks, running backs as use as uh, use. Let's see what we got here. The top ten for the week are gonna be Patrick Mahomes at the Texans for quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts at the Bears, Josh Allen versus the Dolphins, Herbert versus the Titans, Joe Burrow versus the Bucks, Justin Fields versus the Eagles, Dak Prescott versus the Jaguars, Kirk Cousins versus the Colts, Trevor Lawrence versus the Cowboys, and Tua at Bills. Let me go back. Like, do you know in the detail on Dak? I just have a question on like that uh, matchup because Houston yeah. almost beat. Oh, okay. I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, but I actually have him as a start this week. 
Against Jacksonville? Yes. Jacksonville was a surprise win this week. I'll start with him then. So okay. I have Jack at, at Jaguars as a start. Uh, Prescott had a real stinker in the near disaster game against the Texans. But I'm keeping faith in starting him in a game against Jacksonville. Their defense has allowed 21 touchdown passes and nearly 19 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this season. Jaguars' defense isn't good. Um, They could score back, sure, but their defense just gives up too much. That includes a total of six quarterbacks who have beaten them for over 21 points this year. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Also has another start, Justin Herbert versus the Titans, even though Ryan doesn't care. This is <laughs> this is a low-hanging fruit, but we are in the postseason, and it's time to stick with your studs. So while Herbert's fantasy totals haven't been massive, fewer than 20 points in all but one of his last nine games, he's still a must-start against the Titans. Tennessee's defense has allowed 19-plus points to seven quarterbacks, including three who have scored over 30. Hmm. Joe Burrow at the Buccaneers. Burrow scored just 16.6 points last week, and the Bengals have questions at wideout for sure, with T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd injured. Still, I'm starting Burrow against the Buccaneers. Their team isn't that good, and their defense just allowed 21.7 fantasy points to Brock Purdy in in his first NFL start. It's the fantasy playoffs, and I'm sticking with Burrow. He is good in playoffs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's just getting good in general. Yeah, he's he's got to be a good quarterback. Good. Yeah. He's going to be one of the top. He's a stud. He's going to excel. Kirk Cousins versus the Colts. Cousins looked great last week, throwing for 425 yards and two touchdowns in the loss to the Lions. While he can be unreliable in his stat sheets, I like him at home against the Colts. Cousins have scored 18-plus points in five of his seven home games, and Indianapolis has surrendered 17-plus points to six quarterbacks, including three with 20 or over. Mike White versus the Lions. I have as a start as well. White got all banged up in last week's loss to the Bills. So yeah, fantasy <laughs> fans need to keep their tabs on his status ahead of a plus matchup against the Lions. If he's able to start, White is a nice sleeper against their defense that has allowed 21 touchdown passes and the most fantasy points to enemy quarterbacks in the league. That dude got folded. White will yeah, also wrecked. be a nice bargain in DFS lineups this week. It was a clean hit, but he left the game... He he got hit in the second quarter, left the game, came Did back. Did you see that hit where he got speared? He got folded, dude. He <laughs> folded yeah. around yeah. the defender. Yeah. It was that was bad. Clean, perfect hit. Like, it was a clean tackle. Right it was oh, yeah. just a good chest tackle, and it was like, that dude just got fucked. Yeah. <laughs> he left the game, came back, got hit again, left the game for x-rays, came back, finished the game, and then left the game Tough in an kid. ambulance. Tough kid. Left like, the game in an ambulance. Yeah, they're going to get checked out for oh, possible internal injuries. Yeah, he got wrecked. He got wrecked, but man, tough kid. And I'll tell you what, he was sure. taking some hits. <laughs> uh, also, I have Trevor Lawrence as a good start and Tua. Trevor Lawrence came out fucking yeah. ball swing. Yeah, I think he's, he's hit or miss, but he definitely shows crazy good potential. So I'm like, if the Jaguars get some things together, man, mm-hmm. that could be a good team to start watching for sure. Um, Sidhams this week, I got Tom Brady versus the Bengals. Brady hasn't been the GOAT we're all used to in 2022. But yeah, you want to see him play next year. Averaging 15.2 fantasy points per game. And I'd be wary of starting him against the Bengals. Their defense has been tough on quarterbacks, allowing an average of fewer than 14 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. What's more... 
Um, the position has been thrown for just 12 touchdowns against them. Keep Brady sideline once again. Jared Goff at the Jets. Goff has been on fire in recent week, but there's no way I'm playing him against the Jets. First off, their defense has allowed just 12 touchdown passes and a mere 14.2 fantasy points to games, two quarterbacks or fewer. What's more, uh, once more, golf has averaged fewer than nine points per game on the road. In fact, he has just two touchdown passes and seven turnovers away from Ford Fields. Hmm. So that's what I said. He literally only has two touchdown passes and seven turnovers when he's away from his home field. Damn. That's it. That's like the Cavs, dude. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Cavs. Derek Carr versus the Patriots. Carr was a fantasy killer last week, scoring a gross 2.6 fantasy points. That is pretty disgusting. <laughs> and a bad loss to the Rams. That's a fucking boss. Next up is a matchup against the Patriots, who have allowed fewer than 16 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. And who knows how to stop Josh McDaniel's offense better than Bill Belichick. I'd keep this car parked. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I keep this card That's parked good. for the AFC matchup. That's good. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Daniel Jones at the Commanders. Jones was much better than I thought he'd be last week, scoring a respectable 19.4 fantasy points against the Eagles. Still, I'd be wary of him in an important NFC East matchup in Washington. The Commanders have been tough on quarterbacks, allowing an average of 13.6 points to the position since week 11 including holding Jones to 17.1 in week 12. Did they get roughing the passer for that? No. No. Perfect. It was a clean hit. That was a clean tackle. He hit his shoulder pads and his chest. Yeah, he hit him up high. He didn't land on him. You it was, a, that it was, was a, just a hard hit. Yeah. That was I a solid that, form tackle. That was a textbook. I feel that roughing the passer shit is subjective. That's ma- It is, but it's mainly if you land on them. After you like already hit them, or you hit them too low, and yeah, then you land on top. Where but if you right. have a clean break tackle and then break off, and you just wreck that dude's clock, I mean, Damn, dude. that's part right. of the game right there. Right? That was wicked. Uh, another sit this week: Aaron Rodgers versus the Rams. Rodgers is is tough to trust in fantasy playoffs. He has also failed to score more than sixteen point nine points in all but two of his games of his thirteen starts this season. So while Rams come limping into Lombardo Field due to injuries, their defense has still held enemy quarterbacks to an average of fewer than 16 fantasy points per game. Rodgers should be faded in traditional leagues. Also sits this week, in addition, Deshaun Watson versus the Ravens. Definitely a sit. (laughs) And uh, Taylor Hineke versus the Giants. I would Mm -hmm. sit. On to running backs. Mm-hmm. Top 10 this week. Christian McCaffrey versus Seahawks. Austin Eckler versus the Titans. Josh Jacobs versus the <clears throat> Patriots. Derrick Henry at the Chargers. Jonathan Taylor at the Vikings. Tony Pollard at Jaguars. Dalvin Cook versus the Colts. Joe Mixon versus the Buccaneers. Shaquan Barkley versus the Commanders. And Aaron Jones versus the Rams. So definitely look out for those players. Startups this week, Miles Sanders at the Bears. Sanders can be a tough player to trust, but he scored 28-plus points in two of his last three games after scoring fewer than six in his previous two. He's he's in a good spot this week as the Eagles face a Bears defense that have allowed 16 total touchdowns and the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. 
Sanders should be in a positive game script to play. Ezekiel Elliott at the Jaguars. Tony Pollard is getting a lot of love in fantasy world and well-deserved, but you have seen Elliott's numbers lately. He scored 15-plus points in six straight games, scoring a combined eight times in those contests. He's firmly on the RB2 slash flex radar against the Jaguars, who have allowed 13-plus points to nine backs, including six who have posted over 20. Also, another stardom, J.K. Dobbins at the Browns. Mm. Dobbins made what can be called a triumphant return to action last week, rushing for more than 120 yards, one score, and posting 18 fantasy points. He also saw 28.3% of touch share, so there were no major limitations. The Ravens will have to lean on their backs with issues at quarterback. The Browns have allowed the third most fantasy points to the position in the league. Sounds about right. Here's your name. We haven't heard. Is it stardom? Zonovan? Zovan? Zovan Knight versus the Lions. the Jets? This rookie came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Mm. Knight has been a fantasy godskin, scoring 13-plus fantasy points in three straight games out of nowhere. Mm. (laughs) He's seen a solid 37% of such touch share in the last two weeks, and I like him as a flex, even against the tough Lions run defense. Detroit doesn't give up a ton of yardage to runners, but seven players at the position have scored 12.9 or more points against them. Also, another start, I have Isaiah Pecchio at the Texans. Pecchio isn't putting up gangbuster totals, but he's been giving fantasy fans low to mid double digits each week in his last four games. Next up is a date with the Texans, who have given up the most fantasy points to running backs this season. That makes Pecchio a borderline number two back or flex. The same can be solid said for Jarek McKinnon, who blew up in week 14. Also, a couple stars to look out for. David Montgomery. Yeah, Ryan doesn't care. <laughs> James Conner at the Broncos. And Jarek McKinnon at the Texans. Nice. sit this week. DeAndre Swift at the Jets. Lions' backfield is driving me insane. One week after Swift was the lead man, Detroit returned to Jamal Williams and held Swift to only 15.8% of the touch share. That makes it tough for me to trust him in a tough matchup in New York. The Jets' defense has allowed just eight total touchdowns to running backs, not to mention a mere 85.5 rushing yards a game. Mm. Leonard Fournette versus the Bengals. Fournette was listed as a sit last week and barely broke the 10-point mark in a blowout loss to the 49ers. The Buccaneers' offense is broken, and Fournette continues to lose work to Rashad White, making both running backs risky flex options against the Bengals. In fact, Lenny has averaged just 12.8 touches in his last six games of the season. Najee Harris at the Panthers, another sit. Harris continues to post mediocre totals, scoring 13 points on just 33 rushing yards. One touchdown in last week's loss to the Ravens. He'll be an unexpected uninspiring flex starter this week as the Panthers have been sneaky tough on runners lately. In fact, their defense has allowed no touchdowns and the second fewest points to the position since week 11. Good for the Panthers. Right? Cordell Patterson at the Saints. Patterson is fresh off a bye, but he's no, no more trustworthy from a fantasy perspective against the Saints. He hasn't seen more than 14 touches in six straight games, during which time he's averaged just 9.9 fantasy points, and Tyler Algier has often looked like a better back. 
The Saints are middle of the road against runners, but the usage is a concern for Patterson. Oh. Devin Singletary I have as another sit. Against the Dolphins. That. Singletary had, <laughs> had a huge line in his last game against Miami, scoring a season-high 24.1 points. However, a lot has changed since then, as he is now in the committee with James Cook and has yet to see more than a 30% touch share in all but one of his last six games. The Dolphins aren't great against backs, but I'd be there as Singletary. A couple more sits. I got Raheem Mozart at the Bills. A.J. Dillon, sorry, Chels, versus the Rams. And Kareem Hunt versus the Ravens. Oh, yeah, he's not up. He's on my bench. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> uh, I got wide receivers and tight ends. It's normal. Solid. Nice. Uh, top. I just listed some top ten, the top ten receivers, and just a couple notable ones. Uh, top tens this week: Justin Jefferson versus the Colts, Tyreek Hill at the Bills, questioning his injury, Jamar Chase at the Bucks, Diggs at the versus the Dolphins, Devontae Adams versus the Patriots, C.D. Lamb versus the Jaguars, Amon St. Brown at the Jets, A.J. Brown at the Bears, Garrett Wilson versus the Lions, and Keenan Allen versus the Titans. Um, a lot of the, I wasn't going to write about Garrett Wilson and all them, and like a lot of the same receivers from the past weeks, mm -hmm. but some notable ones this week that I saw, uh, Michael Pittman at the Colts versus the Vikings. Although Pittman had had his worst game of the season against a blowout to the Cowboys, the Colts faced the Vikings who got chewed up by, the, by Detroit's receiving tour last week. The Vikings have given up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers this season while also giving up the second-most yards on passes, both at least 10 to 20 air yards. Pittman should bounce back this week for sure. Another notable receiver, Mike Williams of the Chargers, to play the Titans. Williams had been battling an ankle injury, but was very productive against the Dolphins, catching all six targets for 116 yards and a touchdown. Williams has topped more than 19 points in each game he was healthy. The Titans have allowed the most fantasy points to wide receivers per game and have allowed the most yards and touchdowns and the highest passer rating on passes over 20 air yards. You want to beat the Titans? Just throw the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, and just a couple notable tight ends, you might, and a surprising one. Um, David Njoku from the Browns versus the Ravens. Ninjoku caught seven targets for 59 yards and a touchdown in the loss to the Bengals. It was his second most scored fantasy points of the season. He is averaging about 13.5 points per game in his last eight games. That is elite tight end status. The Ravens ranked middle of the pack against tight ends, so it might be worth playing Ninjoku, which doesn't really fucking matter for you, Ryan. Nope. You have all these players sitting in the fucking loser bracket. That yep. Yep. Hey, sometimes it's like that, you know? What are you going to do? A surprising I one. Think this, he wanted to lose. <laughs> it got to a point where I was just like, "Well, he fuck he's, it. he never you finishes see it coming. the season." I never do. He never. Nope. And all the times that I play fantasy football, and what's football, crazy is the fact that he's won. Remember, off literally not even picking. I think up that was the only. That was my first year playing, and my he first wrote year. his whole draft <laughs> and got lucky and won. Won the whole thing. Won the whole damn thing. <laughs> Barely had a loss. And I also have Evan Ingram. Of the Jaguars this week versus the Cowboys. Engram had the best fantasy game by a tight end in Jacksonville history last week. 
He went 11 of 15 targets for 162 yards and two touchdowns, nearly dropping a 40 bomb. The week prior, he scored double-digit points. He has been hot in the past couple weeks, but the Cowboys have been tough on tight ends. But given Engram's recent production, it may be worth a shot. Um, and that's that. Those are the notable ones. I mean, good luck out there. Fucking right. injuries are just injuries are crazy. And it's not even like boys. it's not even injury. It's more like think about the receivers like Arizona, for example, with Hopkins, with Kyler <laughs> Murray out. I mean, I guess they've started enough with Colt McCoy that that might. Not be a good Might example, right. but uh, think of all the receivers that aren't playing with their starting quarterback. I mean, right? Yeah, and what and like in Baltimore, their receiver. What happened to Duvernay? Right, like he, he hasn't done anything. And it sucked with Pitts in London because Marcus Mariota blows. Yeah, well, he's not even playing now. Now it's well, Ritter, yeah. right, so we'll see right. what happens on that. I mean, <laughs> so well, Pitts is out for the year, and. With Steelers, I mean, Kenny Pickett and Trubisky has been bouncing back and forth between injuries. and Yes, you yes, can. can. So Yes, you can. Ryan, the only notable defenses and kickers? Because yep. if you're not, if you're on a sit list, you suck, right? That's right. If you don't make my cut, you're out of here, kid. So I got kickers and defenses again this week. Uh, starting off my list is Jason Myers of the Seattle <laughs> Seahawks. He's a top five fantasy kicker this year. <clears throat> He's scored the double figures in the last seven out of 11 games. And the 49ers are tough on kickers, but this should be a good start for him. Chase McLaughlin of the Indianapolis Colts <clears throat> has scored seven points the last four games. But due to the fact he is playing the Vikings that have allowed the, the second most points to kickers, he should perform just fine. So he is also another start. Uh, Riley Patterson of the Jacksonville Jaguars scored 12 points last week. This week this will week be going up against the Cowboys, who have allowed the six most points to kickers. So he's also a start. And then Ryan Scup. Suck up. Thank you. Of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Suck up. Was very reliable at the beginning of the season, but due to the offense not doing so hot as late, late, lately, he has become very lackluster. But good news for him, he will be playing the Bengals, and the Bengals have allowed the most points to the kickers this year. So start them. And now we get defense. Wait, you don't have Daniel on that list, dude? No, dude. He's he was the number on my one list. kicker in the league, right? He wasn't on the list, man. He wasn't on the list. Hey, he's not on my list. Yeah, but he's he like an cut. obvious stardom. Like, I mean, yeah. just that's like an obvious one. These are the. He has 126 fantasy points as a kicker. That's disgusting. I mean, the noble ones are, are pretty much matchups. Like, right. I mean, play, if you're going to play by matchup, play this person. Yeah. Daniel only has like one game he didn't score over double digits. That's disgusting. All right. So, I'm defenses. Sitting sucked up, by the way. Four. Well, he's going to be sitting. I'm who are you playing? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, mm. I did see that. So that's okay. I don't know. That's kind of risky. defenses. Why? Well, because I would say because of what he just said, the stats he just put out. Suckup is going up against the team that has allowed the most points against kickers. Against kickers, right. so you might want to start him. Versus your kicker currently is still a good kicker, yes, but going against a Patriots team that definitely hasn't allowed that many kicks. Right. Bengals have allowed the most points to kickers. But it's your fantasy team. Right, it's your team. You, hey, you made playoffs. I didn't, so I don't know why you would even listen to me, dude. Sure. <laughs> Very true. I'm yeah, just, that is true. Go with your gut at the end I'm of the I'm just, day, you but. know, the stuff that was online, I'm just like, hey, this is what they said, man. So, yeah, dude. You know? <laughs> uh, defenses, I'm going to start the list off with the Washington Commanders have been on fire lately. Only the 49ers have had more points than the Commanders. Last time the Commanders saw the Giants, they scored seven points on them. 
So I would say they are a good start for this week. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs last week scored 15 points against the Broncos. So this week the Chiefs will be going to Houston. And I would say that is a start. Minnesota Vikings this week. The Vikings will be taking on the Colts. And the Colts have allowed the most points to defenses this year. So I would plan on starting the Vikings. And the New Orleans Saints are going up against Marcus, the Marcus Mariota-less Falcons. And the QB that is standing in for, for Mariota, it will be, it's his second official start, correct? No, his first official this start. This will be his first official. Okay. So that should be an automatic start for the Saints. And that will be defenses. Well, oh, all right, Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea is it's it's football related. Yeah, but I, we have no idea what it is. It's a surprise. Yeah, Facts? I have a couple of cool things <laughs> that I wanted to run with today. You know, as we're kind of winding down the NFL season, um, this stuff. Maybe for your team. What? Winding down the NFL season. Your team, we're kicking off the playoffs, <laughs> dude. This is when it ramps up. Well, yes, but I'm saying as far as how much time we have left. We only have about two more months left, right, of the whole. Well, yeah, because yeah. the yeah. Super Bowl. And yeah, yeah, about. Right, yeah. so, like. Our then, league is done in four weeks, yeah, right. but yeah. then you have playoffs. Yeah. Uh, right. Real about, NFL. Yeah, we only got, like, a month and a half, actually. Okay. Super Bowl. Whatever. Soon. Yes. That's what you got. So, you guys had asked me a while ago who I thought the cutest I know she was. Yes! <laughs> wow, it's finally coming back. Said, I never answered on the ne- She never answered. She never did we answer. talked about it at the house. Which she picks weird anyways. Is this like a stardom situm of cute quarterbacks? No. So, okay. this is just, I actually have four questions, essentially. One, two, three. Yeah, four questions that I am answering. Okay. And you guys asked me about the cutest. And so I, I'm i saying Patrick Mahomes, you know. Terrible. Darker pick. skin, white eyes, and he's fucking talented as fuck. I get, it. I get okay. it. Like, he's, okay. he's good looking. Uh, he's not commercials, he's so adorable. Okay. A little mustache commercial. Oh I respect goodness. it. I respect it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Andy Reid. It keeps happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got yeah. the marker. That is a funny commercial. He's like, yeah, we gotta get down to that. He just, like, throws the marker. Across the plane. So, the first question. So, I I was Google searching some stuff just to figure out what would be a good story. Mm. And one of the. So, I came up with like four different questions that people ask Google regarding the NFL. Oh, one no. of the first questions is, how to date an NFL player. Okay. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Interesting. Let's see what they say. So, you ultimately, it's really not that hard, but it doesn't get you to date the NFL. It just gets you to meet them. Okay. So, I mean, whatever. You find local events by searching for your favorite player or team online. If you, f- if you know your favorite player or team sponsors, check to see if the sponsor is running an event where you can meet the athletes. So... Ah. I didn't even think about that. If you want to know, like where, like if it's if Nike, right, is a sponsor of one of our guys, you figure out if Nike is running a special event or something, and then you can maybe go and rub some shoulders, hang out, maybe your mullet, you know. All right, well, <laughs> my home's your hair might be um, nice, but mine's better, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what NFL player are you going to pick up, Ryan? <laughs> no cap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're like Mahomes. <laughs> I got your hair. I got no, it. No, 
No, my hair's better. Oh my god. Um, it feels so much better. Also, you can try searching the NFL meet and greet. It's just NFL quote. Okay. You know, quote NFL meet and greet to find an event near you too. So I thought it was pretty interesting. I don't know, just to meet your NFL players. I do uh, follow a guy on TikTok, and it was funny because he used to be with the Colts, Mm -hmm. and I followed him even on then because his wife has a TikTok, and he's an NFL player. So she does funny things with the NFL and stuff like that. But it was just highly ironic that I watched them and followed him even when he was with the Colts, and then he got traded, and he's with the Browns. Nice. Yeah, Isaiah, uh, Isaac, uh, Rochelle. Mm. I don't know that name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what he's, a def- he's a uh, defensive end. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So, and the next question that I thought was pretty interesting was what teams are no longer in the NFL? That's kind of cool. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a decent amount of there them. There are a decent amount. So, I. Cleveland Browns? We're not. <laughs> hey! <laughs> don't. Don't. Eat. No. I'm leaving. <laughs> so I was just going to name but a few. Um, so the Akron Pros slash Indians, oh. they were called the Indians too, uh, began playing in 1920 and they folded in 1926. Mm. And I don't know why they folded. I didn't look further that was like into early it. Times. They yeah. Yeah. Laundry, that, that was back when football was like barbaric and nobody wanted to watch it. Um, Baltimore Colts. Yep. They began playing in 1950 and folded the same year. Really? Yeah. So they didn't even last a year. Then they went to Indy. Yeah, dude. Boston Yanks. Hmm. 1943 is when they began playing, and they folded in 1948. Okay. Oilers. Oilers. Houston Oilers, yeah. Brooklyn Dodgers or Tigers. 1930. To 1944. That's right. a pretty big franchise amount. That's pretty. That's 14 years. Yeah, that's a good run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn Lions. Uh, 1926, and they folded in 1926. No, are uh-huh. these folded or they move? Yeah, because the Colt. I mean, the Boston or Baltimore Colts. They became the Indianapolis Colts. Lions. Or yeah, the yeah. Indianapolis Colts, and then uh, the Lions became Detroit Lions. Yeah. So I ultimately then it sounds like it could be that they just moved because okay. yeah. it just didn't. Some work of these could have just not worked out, like the one that only lasted a year. Obviously, right. probably just didn't yeah. work out, yeah. and then some probably got traded or a different. Nineteen ninety seven Cleveland Browns. Yeah, and the last one, the last one I'll mention, you know, because like I said, this can go on and on. Is the Bo- Buffalo All Americans Bison's Rangers? Oh. They were 1920 to 1929. So, yeah, I guess some of them could have moved. And a lot of them, there was, like, in the early, in, like, the 80s, there was a whole different league. Yeah, there was a Houston Oilers that's going to be on that list. There was the AFL. Yeah. Yeah, there was the American Football League in the 80s. They tried to compete with the NFL. When uh, Jim Kelly was drafted by Buffalo, he ended up going and playing in the AFL. But when that folded... Buffalo still had the if he if Kelly wanted to play in the NFL after the AFL folded he, he'd have to play in Buffalo. I think there was a, f- a couple of notable <coughs> quarterbacks that came mm-hmm. out of the a- a- AFL in the eighties. Yeah, I want to say Montana a, too, but I don't know. They also have a New York Giants that started in the twenty in nineteen twenty one and folded in nineteen twenty one, but there is New York Giants. Still. True, yeah. true, true, true. So true. maybe just a specific team had it just huh. didn't work out mm-hmm. for so whatever reason. Yeah, so the Akron Pros, huh? 
Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, that's why the whole thing's in Canton. Right. I mean, football kind of started around here. Yeah. Another question that I thought could be interesting to talk about a little bit is what are the oldest NFL teams? Ooh, uh, Cardinals. Got it. Yep. Wow, so, Ryan. Yep. Good on your sports <laughs> <Right>? trivia, bro. <laughs> yeah. So this website He's like easy. that I'm looking at <laughs> has two different... I've had one on the bank for a while. <laughs> it has two different years. Like the guy that just knows random shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have 1898 as one of the years listed for the Arizona Cardinals, but they said first year in the NFL was 1920. They were previously named Chicago Cardinals, Card Pit, St. Louis Cardinals, Phoenix Cardinals, and then Arizona Cardinals. They were St. Louis Cardinals for a while. I look up shit like that all the time. Yeah, I, I do too. Some yeah. of that stuff. Yeah, I find it interesting. Just as mm-hmm. you were, where teams came from, where they were the you know, I always find it interesting. Um, they had the Chicago Bears is 1920 as well. Packers are up there, I think. Yeah. Uh, then Green Bay Packers, 1919. Or first year mm-hmm. in NFL is 1921. So it might have been that they were created in this year and then they didn't start playing Probably, until the, yeah. that, the year that they listed. Yeah, and everybody born in that area is part owners of the Packers. Yeah. Uh, sure. New York Giants, 1925. Detroit Lions, 1929, and then first year is 1930. Uh, Washington Redskins, 1932. Pittsburgh Steelers, 1933. Philadelphia Eagles, 1933. Los Angeles Rams, um, they put together in 1936, I imagine, and then their first year in the NFL was 37. Previous name, Cleveland Rams. Were they part were they in Cleveland at some point? They must have been. I mean there are other Clevelands. There's so. many other Clevelands. True. And then ten Cleveland Browns. So they nice. were put together in nineteen forty four and their first year in the NFL was nineteen fifty. And we were the holder of the most championships in football before the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Yep. We used to be the shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter we're not in that era anymore. We're in the Super Bowl era. Chucky's top. We haven't won anything. We're in the air where Josh Allen gets his nuts kicked in. Hey. <laughs> Is there any more questions? Yeah. Third question. Uh, so what cities should get an NFL expansion team? Ooh, I like this. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So there are three criteria based on this website I'm using that uh, sort of decide what what deserves an NFL team? Can you guys kind of guess what that is? Population. That's number one. Uh, revenue. City. It's got to be some of the city. Nothing with revenue. Well, it could be. Is it based on correlated. owners? Wherever the owners wants it. Uh, no, I would say population. Revenue, you, you kind of definitely yeah. got something along those. So is the city already home to another big four team? Right, exactly. So Major League Baseball, okay. NBA, oh, okay. like, do so they already need... have some team that they're so rooting size, for there? Right. And, you know, is it already controlled? Yep. Mm-hmm. And the last one? How many bitches? No, I'm just kidding. Straight You're a tool. <laughs> Has the city ever been home to an NFL franchise before? Right. Mm. If okay. it has, it has a higher chance. If it has, I don't know. I so I think that's debatable. 
if yeah. anything. So let's say you have been, and it's been unsuccessful. So like that list that I just had before, a couple of times. Like, are you Brooklyn, saying like Oakland gets a team again? Well, sometimes, like twice, right. the Brooklyn, like Brooklyn, New York was on there. And so why would you try to start up a team in, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, if it failed twice? Well, you have two already, though. Right. True. Correct. So a team. Yeah. I mean, so that's that's another. Is the city already? Home and to that's another the big thing four? with like Oakland and all that. I wouldn't. I mean, I feel bad for Oakland, but at the same time, they already got enough teams in the state. So True. I, I, I mean, you know, and Oakland's teams are all. I would trash. like to see some Idaho potatoes out there. You know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> <laughs> Something different. But that's not going to get shows because their population is like it's still solid. Yeah. There. Right. Right. Is there any cities on there that they named? That Salt Lake City Mormons? Let's go. Yes, they do. <laughs> so the first one they list is San Antonio, Texas. It has a population of 1.5 million people. <laughs> it's the largest city in America without an NFL franchise. Despite having a small media market, the San Antonio Spurs prove that Alamo City has what it takes to host a professional sports team. Yeah. That could actually work, too, especially in recent years because Texans kind of blow. I mean... They got the Cowboys. Yeah, they do got the Cowboys, which is America's team. True. But at the same time, San Antonio is a big city. It is. I can see it's them being a have a city. successful team there. And they could have, you know. And Texas is a big state. True. So it's not like. And there's other state with three teams. So then Texas only has two, right? Right. Just Dallas and Houston. Correct. Yeah, they only yes. have yeah. Florida yeah. have three. three. More than three. Yeah. They have three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it would make it make yeah it would make Texas sense. yeah I think San Antonio it, would make a lot of sense I think if the NFL expanded they should do a European league I think that'd be they should do like four team, they should do four teams and put it in Europe maybe yeah. two in the UK one in Germany and one in Canada Spain well, let's go a no. bunch of those goals <laughs> London is actually the next on the list oh, so okay. London is already a member of the NFL international series yeah the first NFL game ever played in London when it was in 2007 in front of a crowd at Wembley Stadium since then 33 NFL games will be played in London including the upcoming 2022 NFL season. The Jaguars played nine games in London since 2013. The Jaguars? They've, the the they've been the home team for every game. <laughs> Dude, Jaguars are well-known in London, baby. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And Toronto's next. So the largest city in Canada already has yeah, I don't National know why. Hockey League, Matt, uh, MLB. Yes. Major League Baseball yeah, and yeah. an NBA team. And yeah. an NBA team. I've Raptors. always thought, why doesn't Toronto have a football team? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Because they got everything else in our league. Right, they league. might as well have that. In our leagues. You might as well create a football team. Mm-hmm. So it says here that the city is accustomed to the gridiron. From 2008 to 2012, the Buffalo Bills played in Toronto for two preseason and six regular season games. The city is also home to the Toronto Argonauts of the Canadian Football League. They don't uh, have football because they're a bunch of goofs. Bunch of goofs, bro. <laughs> no, Mexico City. Like London, Mexico City is part of the NFL International Series. They hosted their first NFL game in 2016. Uh, four NFL games have been played in Mexico City. And then Oklahoma City. Oh. Home of the NBA's Oklahoma City Thunder, the city has proved it's worthy of an NFL franchise. The Thunder's rabid fan base makes their presence known at every home game. But this is a football city and a football state. The Oklahoma Sooners are a college football powerhouse and have given the they people really of Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. So that was another thing in the criteria. So not Colleges. only is like the big four um, 
or the college football, like whether yeah. or not there's a lot of college yeah, football. Yeah, because Oklahoma is a too. huge football, but oh, mainly fuck college. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Obviously, because they don't have an NFL team. And number six, we got St. Louis. It's the birthplace of Budweiser. The Rams franchise played in St. Louis from 1995 to 2015 before relocating to better weather in L.A. The St. Louis Rams won the Super Bowl in 99. And they used to be St. Louis Cardinals. With mm-hmm. the greatest show on turf. Um, then we got Sacramento. The capital of California is already home to the Sacramento Kings of the NBA. Yeah. It's a city with tons of culture and history. Sacramento would be the fourth franchise in California if it were to receive an NFL expansion team. I'd say fuck that. Yeah. Well, if they, they got ba- ba- basketball too, then. Yeah. Salt Lake City, with a population of 200,000 and a solid yeah, college football fan base. Salt Lake City gives other prospective NFL cities a run for their money. The Utah Jazz has called the capital of Utah home for decades. It's the most populous city in a state with no football team. This one's a no-brainer. Hmm. Yeah, they should have a football team. Uh, San Diego. Their beloved Chargers left for L.A. in 2016. It was the first time San Diego was deprived of a professional football team since 1961. San Diego football was home to NFL greats Junior Sal, Philip Rivers, a young Drew Brees, and of course, Lenadian Tomlinson. Yep. LT, dude. Bringing LT, in, man. Bringing in the NFL team back to this would be mean, would mean yeah, a lot to the San Diego faithful. I Yeah, that I also felt bad for. Like, San Diego should have a team. Like, and Sydney. Yeah. Sydney, Australia is next. So. Really? Sydney's population is a whopping 5 million people. It's one of the most populous cities in Australia. Home to the city, Sydney Opera House and several waterfront attractions, the only thing the city is missing might be a football team. Something to mention about Sydney in Australia is home to some of the most vicious animals on earth. Tasmanian devils, crocodiles, and kangaroos that box like heavyweight champs, and that's only naming a few. If they were awarded an NFL expansion team, there are several options to choose from for an intimidating animal name. Did they say yeah, the Sydney, cool. the Sydney kangaroos, Sydney Crocs, <laughs> Sydney Crocs, yeah, the Devils? Did they did the they devils. mention if the NFLs ever played over there? The NFLs ever played so. in not Australia? On, yeah, not okay. on this list. Okay, but they're they're big uh, rugby. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah, yeah they so, are real big in rugby. Yeah, so they probably love some football then. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'd be I like, I don't need rug- pads, coach. Right. <laughs> I went to a rugby game when we were over there. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Right. Because <laughs> I don't know the game. Yeah. But it was it was fun to watch. It was pretty cool. Yeah. That ball is huge, too. Um, so I had mentioned, like, throughout the holiday season, I kind of want to... <clears throat> well, you want to do the pickums first? And we'll, we'll, well, like, this we'll... is still football related, Oh, okay, though. okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I just kind of wanted to make a shout out to, you know, a football player who is dear to my heart and mm-hmm. also kind of mention, you know, what we can do to pay it forward for with the commu- for our communities and stuff. Um, so Marshawn Lynch, former NFL running back who played for the C- Seattle Seahawks, um, what is he caught? What is he doing for Christmas? So while I couldn't find really what he was doing this Christmas. Um, he's really one of the most genuine people I, I know. His energy is just so good. I don't know, something about him. Did this spark because of that video on TikTok of him that one year? Yes, yeah. With Thanksgiving, with the turkey? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I actually quote that here. Um, so I first actually figured out or caught who Marshawn Lynch was on an improv show on Netflix called Murderville. 
So actor Will Arnett plays as a detective and pulls different famous people in. So Conan O'Brien was on the show, Kumal Nanjiani and Ken Young was they were all there were a couple of them. Um but the the premise is that they improv a murder investigation. So Will Arnett's the main person and they pull in those people and they literally improv their way and then at the end the people who like Marshawn Lynch and, and um, they Conan O'Brien, they're right or not. They mm-hmm. have to guess who the murderer is. That's kind of it I remember is you talking hilarious. about the show. It is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and and Marshawn's man, I don't know what about it. I watched it three times and it got funnier each time. Um, <laughs> so Marshawn gives back to his community. I wanted to bring it up today because you know we're around the holiday season and I wanted to figure out you know ways in which we can give back. Uh, so, yes, the YouTube video or whatever video that's floating around out there. So, he's standing on the sideline when he was playing uh, football, and Richard Sherman asks him what he's doing for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, Christmas. I just, or, I'm sorry. He asks him what he's doing for Christmas. And he goes, Christmas? I got to get to Thanksgiving first. And then, and then Marshawn proceeds to say, you know, I'm going to give out turkeys back in the hood. Yeah. And Richard said he would join them, and he's like, oh, man, thanks, big dog. Yeah. And then he's just standing there. He's smashing on something, some kind of yeah, food. Just yeah, just smashing. He's, like, trying to restore my community. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's just so... Marshawn's funny. He is. He is, he is I just think so he's got precious. arrested recently. Yeah, he did. I think. Oh, really? DUI? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Have you ever heard of Walter Payton, Man of the Year in the NFL? Mm-mm. Look into that. I think you'd... Really did. Walter Payton Payton Man of the Year is an award that goes to one player on each team or an overall who gives back and helps the community the most. Mm -hmm. And they award that person. Like, Mm -hmm. I know in Buffalo it's Deion Dawkins. Joe Antonio has been on it a couple times for the Browns. But I know in Buffalo it's Deion Dawkins this year, and he gave back a lot to the community um, after the the shooting that happened in Buffalo at the Tops, and Uh he's nominated for. Walter Payton Man okay. of the Year. Yeah, and Maybe the Browns, I'll... Joe Bentonio is on there a lot. Yeah, every Browns. every team has a Walter Payton Man of the Year nomination. Cool. So, so maybe I'll look into that for, and is it, do they pick it at the, is it, there's one that usually wins overall? Or? I know each team has one or they're nominated yeah. or there's a couple people that okay. are nominated. Yeah. I think there's oh. one overall big winner yeah. at the end of the year that they do at the award ceremony that happens like, between the last game and like the Super Bowl and stuff like that, so All right, I can look into it. But yeah, around this time of year, you know, think how you can give back. You don't necessarily have to go back to the communities in which you know you were raised or born or lived most of your life, but think about how you can give those that are give to those who are lesser. You know, yep. the homeless, food kitchens or soup kitchens. Pay it forward, even you know. Mm. Yeah. Last week, that Amazon thing, that thing was matched out. It always tends day. to happen to me randomly I know. sometimes. <laughs> this is where, crazy. Where someone pays it forward and my stuff's paid for in a drive. I've never had it happen to me. Oh, really? Yeah. I've actually had a habit of happen a bunch. So have <laughs> I. And then I've heard horror stories from other people <laughs> where they're like, so, because generally I will do the same. Like, mm. especially, I have done it on my own a couple times. Yeah, but what's the limit? Like, if and, you get a bill in front but, of you of no, someone that's, that's like. What, that's what I'm telling you, though. So, I'm in this drive through line. And oh, no. 
um, the person in front of me had paid it forward to me. And I said, you know what? Pay it forward to the guy behind me. Well, it was only like seven, eight bucks or something like that. No biggie, right? Well, I'm telling people at work about this. And they're like, you know, that happened to me a month ago. And I got stuck with a $35 drive through bill. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I just paid it and kept going. Uh, <laughs> I always ask. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, if I'm buying a coffee and a sandwich and I know what my total is, if the person behind me is the same totaler, fairly close, cool. Yeah. But the person behind me has a carload of coffee and $40. That's not my responsibility to yeah. pay it forward. Yeah. Sorry. I always ask, like, hey, how much is the Yeah, because you're going to be me? with a couple of them. There's necessarily nothing wrong with that. But honestly, I felt like if I would pay it forward to somebody and then I like not knowing and then finding right. out it's $100, it just makes me even feel even better. I'm like, sure, go ahead. Right. I'm going to make that dude's day. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. That would give me anxiety. Yeah. yeah. So. Well. Pickums this week. I'm not about coffee. I'm like, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Chelsea, you sh- I guess pick better names that sound well. Nice. You came in last of five and eight. Oh. oh. <laughs> no claps. Damn it. Uh, Sounded good, though. Whatever. It's okay. Corey in at six and seven. Ryan yeah. at seven and six. Ugh. And I was ten and three. I had a couple surprises. I picked Jacksonville and Detroit. Those are the surprising ones. I know I picked. I know I. You picked, picked Detroit. Detroit. No yeah. one picked Jacksonville. Yeah. I took Jacksonville. Yeah. Kyle, where are you at? Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's walking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this week, kicking off Thursday night, 49ers at the Seahawks. Joe, I'm going to just pick everything you do. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, Why not? Forty. Oh, your pick first the then. Seahawks. What's the question? 49ers at the Seahawks. 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 I'm going 49ers. That would be a good game to watch, though. Seahawks, Chelsea? Yeah. I think... I'm going 49ers. I think Brock Purdy can bowl it off. True. He did pull it off this week. Colts, Vikings, and even then the Seahawks, the Panthers... Right. Right. Oh, my right. brother Kurt Gochains. Yeah, Vikings are taking this one. Colts suck. Vikings. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Vikings, Vikings. Jeff Sunday? I mean, Saturday. Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> He's playing on a Saturday. He might do well. Let's see what happens. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's Saturday I games think. this week. Uh-huh. Bills play on Saturday. Bills play on Saturday. Browns yeah. play on Saturday. Yep. Yeah, it's weird. Bra- speaking of which, Browns, Ravens. I'm going to have to take the Browns because of I how beat up think, the Ravens yeah, are. I think the Ravens are real beat up. Yeah. I know, you, I know what your answer is. Well, I didn't answer. I didn't right. answer. <laughs> Chelsea? Browns. I'm going Browns. I want to see. Are you going to take the Ravens, Ryan? No, Joe, because it's the fucking Super Bowl. Super Browns. Let's go. <laughs> Dolphins at the Bills. Oh, the Bills. Because I'm like that, Joe. Because I'm like that. Yeah, I can't trust Miami in that cold after seeing them heat. Hell no, dude. <laughs> I'm going oh, Bills. No. Eagles, Bears. Fly, Eagles. Eagles, fly. Did you listen to their song? No. I don't. Mm, yeah. I did. It's old. It's a good one. Doom, 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 doom. Lions at the Jets. I'm going with Lions. I'll go with Lions again. The Lions have been putting up numbers. Yeah. I'm going Jets. That Mike White, though. You're folded. Steelers at the Panthers. Ugh. I'm going to go Panthers. I'm going Panthers. I'm going to say Steelers. Oh, wait. Yeah, wait a second. Hold on. Let me think about this. Fuck the Steelers. Panthers. 
Man. You're only saying that because you. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. Would you say Chelsea? Steelers. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan through and through, Chelsea. I think I'm going Steelers too, actually. Okay. I was bathed in it. Chiefs, Chiefs, Texans. I mean, this is pretty obvious. I'm going to say Chiefs. Chiefs. You want Texans, Corey? No. (laughs) Falcons at the Saints. This is a tough, this is an interesting one. I'm going to say Saints. I'm going to say Saints. I'm going to say Falcons. Going Saints. Uh, see, this is a tough one. Does Calvin, does, does Ritter come out and fucking... Like, dominate? Yeah. Is a starter. Yeah, who knows? And just throw bombs to London? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Falcons. Ryan, Saints? Yeah, Corey? yeah I'm going Saints. Saints. Definitely Saints. Chelsea? Who is it? Falcons, Saints? She said Falcons. Falcons? Yeah. Cowboys, Jaguars. Mm. Cowboys. Cowboys. I'm going to take Jaguars. Nah, Dak's not going to let that happen. They Jag- almost Jaguars are home. Jaguars are home. Yeah, they almost lost to Houston. Jacksonville, Trevor Still Lawrence. Still like the number one defense in the league. I can't true. see it. Mm. I can't see it. I'm going to go Jacksonville just for the fact they almost lost to Houston last week. Corey, you're going Cowboys? Yeah. Just for that fact. Cardinals at the Broncos. Oh, my God. Cardinals. I actually think Broncos can win that. I don't know. It just sounds like a shit show. I'm going to take Broncos. Yeah, because Russell Wilson's coming off being hot finals. What are you saying? Cardinals? What I said was Broncos country. That's right. (laughs) What are you taking, Ryan? (laughs) Can we do a tie? No. (laughs) Dude, that would be impressive, actually. I'll give you $100. Right? (laughs) Can I say tie? Can I say tie? Well, yeah, sure. Could. I'll take. I mean, yeah, because I mean, it's right. If, if it's I get it. I mean, yeah, but yeah. If, if, if it's a win, it's a win, right? I mean, they're not going to tie, right? Sure. But dude, if, it, if they do, though, Patriots at the Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders on Same. this one. I'm taking the Raiders. I'll go Patriots. And Corey's not giving you a hundred dollars. I know. Hey, I'll give whatever I I want to, woman. You can give him a dollar. Hey, I got your dollar. You can lick my bungholio. (laughs) Titans at the Chargers. 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 Titans. What? That's alright. It sounds good to her. Fuck. She said fuck it. Bengals at the Bucks. Bengals. 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 Who day? Whatever. Giants at the Commanders. I think the Commanders, commanders. are going to take this. Commanders. Game. I'm going with Commanders. Commanders. Mm. That's it. Giants. Oh! Monday night, Rams at the Packers. This is going to be my interesting one. Definitely Rams. going Rams. All of a sudden, they're starting to become a team again. I don't understand. I'm taking Packers. Baker Mayfield, hey, I'm man. I'm taking Rams. It's fucking Baker. He's back in the kitchen cooking. I'm taking Rams. Chelsea? Rams are winning Rams. Ryan? I don't know if I want to watch Baker cook. Or get eaten. Either way, it doesn't affect me. I'm probably not going to watch the game. So I'm going to say Packers. (laughs) Boom. You fucking cheesehead. All right, well, (laughs) for life. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Later, later. That's another episode. Follow us on Instagram, Pancakes on Sunday Podcast. Rate us on Spotify and Apple and leave comments and likes and all that stuff. It really does help us out. Trying to boost them numbers. We got a series coming up in January that we're doing. We're 
We're gonna nerd out for like four episodes and give you a D and D series. I know. We've never done it. I've never played. None of us have ever played, but we're doing it. We're I used gonna... to make fun of these people and throw them in lockers, and now I'm coming these people. You didn't throw it out one of these dudes in lockers. They probably threw me in lockers. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, you know, we got some uh, interesting stuff coming, so we look forward to that. But um, yeah, Absolutely. You it's know. been real, fams. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Go Bills. <laughs>